In a world of podcasts about movies, sci-fi, TV, and podcasts about sci-fi, TV, and movies, two women chose to add their voices to the fray. Two sisters. One woman was willing to go to any length to explain away plot holes and bad pacing. I don't think, first of all, much like the entirety of this film, I don't think we're supposed to ask a lot of questions. The other, though, had no such sympathies. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Together, they joined forces to highlight the good, the bad, and the truly bizarre. This is See You Next Week in Space. that uh, I saved something to start today's show with. Um, I saved a, re- uh, a reveal, I guess, <laughs> um, uh, to start the show that really has like 100% nothing to do with what we talked about today. But I thought, I just wanted to hear your reaction <laughs> to what okay, I'm about I'm, to say. I'm so excited and terrified. <laughs> uh, so um, guess what? childhood movie like from our childhood I mean specifically I watched last night and it has nothing to do with this movie a hundred percent nothing to do um (laughs) oh uh, so I know the field is quite open yeah yikes I feel like I could like really reveal some weirdness about myself um Okay, well, I will reveal some weirdness about myself. Just because I downloaded this movie recently, I'm not proud of it, but <laughs> I thought of it, and I wanted to. Um, My Father the Hero? <laughs> oh, I mean, actually, and weirdly, I feel like that's kind of close to what I'm about Ooh. to say. Okay, wait, hold on. Okay, so it's in that realm. Yes, it's from that era. It has to do with a father figure. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, Father of the Bride? No. Oh, wait, Father Figure, um, uh, it's gonna, me saying um is not interesting, so you just tell me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do a drum roll because this movie is, like, such a funniness to me. So here we go. Man of the House, featuring... Oh, my God. Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Chevy Chase and Farrah Fawcett. I, well, it's like literally on my continue watching on Disney Plus. <laughs> I've watched that like multiple times in the past like years because that's who I am. Um, brilliant, right? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I will say, okay, these were my thoughts about the movie. Part yeah. one, it's from 1995, right? Or like 96? That sounds right. I'm not positive. Um, yeah, he's probably about 10. He's probably about my age. That sounds right. Right. So part one, um, I had forgotten that this was often a thing that happened in like kids and family movies of the earlier eras of our lives. Like, why does there need to be a mobster storyline? Yeah. They're that gangsters. Seems, always gangsters. That seems weird. Um, yeah. definitely some problematic race stuff, unsurprisingly. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part three, Farrah Fawcett, fucking smoke show. My God. <laughs> like, yeah, she looks great. She annoys me in that movie. 
Well, yeah, her character sucks, but, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, it's hard because... I when I watch movies like that that I had such especially like single parent movies like that they were such that I, a thing of that era like everything well, was I, that yes and I like had a very clear um, side I was on as a kid right I was like oh, clearly yes. this child is right this yes. parent is a piece of shit I mean like in fairness to JTT everyone says that Chevy Chase is an asshole he's like famous in real an life asshole yes oh. Um, I mean, in his the movie, character, he, he might be hard, right, but like, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that movie. Like, it definitely has like the the. I love that this is what we're talking about, but um, <laughs> we can only about, keep talking about it for like <laughs> maximum five minutes. Just enough. Okay. All right. Well, I've got a lot to say, but um, <laughs> the and then we can talk about my father, the hero, after that because no, that one no, is then very we, problematic. No, then then but, we're gonna go down a real bad <laughs> track. Yeah, well, that's the next episode. <laughs> all, all bad movies we loved as kids. But the thing about this movie or Man of the House that so many movies do, most all movies, I guess, do is like so much stuff could be resolved with one conversation. Oh, for sure. And yes. Like, you know, if he just said, hey, my brakes went out. I, that's yeah. why I can't well, get movie to over, Amy. I, like, <laughs> I know, but it's just like so frustrating to be like, well, I don't know why I didn't show up. Dude, your brakes went out and you went into the river. Like, right. just say that. Why right. don't you say that? Right. Um, but, the other realization I had while watching it is like, so I was deep in love with JTT when this movie came out. And I'm pretty sure that's why I watched it in the first place. Do you know there's, like, almost no pictures of him, like, as an adult now? Because he's just, like, doesn't want to be... He's, like, not in the public eye. I get it. one or two, and I've, like, looked them up. He was probably, (laughs) like, way too all over everything. And it was, like, damaging. So I get it. But, like... have you ever watched I'll Be Home for Christmas starring JTT? No, I haven't. But you're missing the fun of... Well, I don't know if it's fun, but it's what I was experiencing experiencing like um so I was watching this movie and it was surprising how much I remembered not about the story but Uh about like the scenes featuring him like there were moments where where I was like because he and I I think are like born both in the same year so um first um, of all this movie has 14 percent on Rotten Rotten Tomatoes in case anyone was wondering about like how actually good it is yeah that totally checks out but like so there were these certain shots where yeah, I... Yeah, he's almost exactly your same age. Yeah. So there anyway. were these certain shots where I viscer- viscerally remembered being attracted to him when I was a teenager. Like, where I, he, like especially the part where he's crying and it's the super fake tears. For some reason, as a young girl, I was like, he's the most dreamiest, wonderfulest boy in the whole world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, when he's crying, oh, like when he's wait, like when he's wave, like right when he's and, like, waiting. waiting. Well, no, when he's waiting to go on the paddle boat, and Chevy Chase doesn't uh, show up because he gets his brakes cut by the mob. Uh, um, <laughs> there's like a shot where it's, sorry, it's. I know, yeah. I know. We can't, we can't go down. I'm that looking road, at a picture of like, him. I'm looking at a picture of him that's like I think him right now, and like I'm not gonna. He's lie. not as cute. It's underwhelming. I mean, I still like I. I have realized lately that what I tend to like is um, uh, people's eyes, and he has very cute eyes. Yeah. And you can still see that a bit, but it's, you know. It's not the same. It's not the same. Anyway. 
Yeah, but so I was having this I m- highly recommend that movie, even though I mean, it's 14 percent on tomatoes. I don't know if I recommend it, but it was a real major like blast from the past trip down memory lane. And it was just weird to have this strange, like now I look at it, I'm like, he's a child. There is nothing attractive about this. But like I would well, re- I mean But I remembered being his age and being like, he's just like oh look at him rollerblading. How sexy. And I'm like, yeah. Oh ew. Okay, I don't know about <laughs> sexy, but like well, but whatever but I think it's okay to recall and be like, oh he's so cute. I get why I thought yeah. he was cute. I mean whatever wh- what like 14 year old me thought was sexy, which God knows it clearly nice. was. It clearly was nuts because of this. Like, I feel like the word "sexy" isn't appropriate. Like, I feel no, like I shouldn't have said maybe, it. Well, <laughs> no, I, I mean, just like even like I don't. I just think your memory is off. On like, I don't think you would have. Even no, I wouldn't have described what. it as that at the time. But that was like, <laughs> so I was feeling some sort of lusting for JTT <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> I get it. Well, I mean, do you remember like when I remember? Oh, this is like the JTT podcast. Sorry, everybody. Who's no, I like will be cutting us. Of I will be cutting I'm us done. off. I'm after done. I'm just going to say. Idea the, I'm just going to say the very last thing is I remember, like when it was like a big old rumor that he was gay. Like how oh. sad a lot of girls of our age were. I'm not kidding. Like I remember that being like, oh man, I don't even know if it's true. I have no idea. Well, but, like, and also, I mean, I've experienced that where you like learn that a movie star is gay and you've had some sort of desire for them. It, I as mean, if it changed anything. I know, like, I know. It's like you're not going to be around this person. It makes no fucking difference if they're gay. But if you put, like, them, on, but if you put them on your list, and now you have no shot. So It's just a waste of a hall pass now that yeah. you've chosen this doofus. God damn it. Um, well, hello, anyway. everyone. Welcome Ooh. to See You Next Week in Space. And you might be a bit surprised by that opening dialogue, but I just... <laughs> uh, you absolutely delivered Amy on the reaction that I wanted, so that was the whole point. Um, yeah. I am Sarah Walsh, and as I've often said, I'm here with my co-host and sister, Amy Walsh. And um, you will soon see that the opening gambit had nothing <laughs> to do with what we're talking about today. So, Amy, why don't you tell Which is our... why it's wild that I guessed my father the hero. Because... I know. It really was... In the wheelhouse, for sure. 100%. Anyway, so what we are talking about is just a touch different. Just Um, a scotch. (laughs) We're talking about, um, we're getting into spooky month in... (laughs) It's October and everything is spooky. And in my world, I've literally already started watching Christmas movies, but we can... (laughs) over that <laughs> like, don't that's you, okay but I feel like you watch those all year round so yeah I mean I try to like take a little break <laughs> like, but um we're fully back I bought a Christmas candle today like it's no oh, big deal perfect um, great so <laughs> what we're talking about today is a movie called The Wasp Woman mm-hmm. from 1959 mm-hmm. it was an indie release I'm pretty sure what of, of what I read and okay. then so it wasn't like a big studio thing. I don't think there no, was any. No, no, no. It is a Roger Corman movie, though. And at, since you're the horror fan, uh, do, have you heard of Roger Corman before? Ooh, I mean, it sounds kind of familiar, but not really. 
Yeah, okay. That's another... I thought I had all the Wikipedia pages I needed up, but I didn't. (laughs) Um, Here we go. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised. Well... I don't know. You like an old I mean, movie, but maybe for horror, you're not yeah, as... Yeah, okay, so it says that he was a big B-movie director in the 50s. Yes. Yeah, yes. the 50s, I mean, I would say 50s isn't quite, like, the genre, like, the year, the um, time period of horror that I'm... I would say, like, the time period that I enjoy, enjoy more is more like 70s, 80s. Yeah. Um, but he's a he was a super well-known... Um, I guess you could say B movie director, but also you could and producer, but you could also say schlock films often get well, kind I've never of heard that uh, descri- to describe his stuff because it is very like pulpy, like yeah, um, like in modern parlance, his movies would maybe have things like ripped from the headlines and like that kind of thing <laughs> as the description okay. of what he does. Uh. Um, but if you, I mean. And I'll just say up top, I loved this movie. I told you that. <laughs> and I will always say that from now until eternity. Um, so <laughs> if, you, if you enjoyed this, you might want to take a little tour for your own kind of like yeah. horror appreciation. There might be things there that you like. Yeah, but I bet there are. Because it was ridiculous. I mean, when you say you loved it, you loved it because it was crazy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and crazy, it's it's an interesting, like, tone to be a very crazy movie and yet be so chill at the same time. Yeah. Well, because the craziness, for me anyway, watching it, maybe I wasn't, like, paying full attention to all the dialogue because I was waiting for, like, the reveal a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, it seemed like it kind of came out of nowhere and then would kind of disappear back into, like, yep. normal... Yep. Quickly. Yes, very quickly. I can't quickly. wait to talk about uh, some of the stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but so, yes. Oh, and we actually should probably also say that this is our Halloween. We've now begun our Halloween series of TV and show or TV and movies so that we're going to talk up. about. <laughs> buckle up for sure. And Amy's in the driver's seat. So like double buckle up. She's yeah, the one so like who's you want to double buckle. I don't drive usually. So like, yeah, it's pretty bad (laughs) yeah so she's the one who's selecting these things so she selected this movie um just like so that you guys out there can understand kind of the general premise uh the imdb description of this movie is as follows the head of a major cosmetics company experiments on herself with a youth formula made from royal jelly extracted from wasps but the formula's side effects have deadly consequences. Dun dun dun. Oh shit. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Um I also I guess we can wait. I read ahead and saw how old the actress was and I am I know. Did. I know. It's so I mean, I will say. That's why this movie has such like a little place in my heart is because like everything about it is so 1959 in a way. <laughs> Um, but at the same time remains because of sexism and other things kind of remains current to the present. (laughs) Um, like even just for example, like I was thinking when I was watching it, I was like, why is it that when women are portrayed as business women and CEOs, it's always for some like weird soft ass thing, like a cosmetics company or a fashion line or like a magazine 
or whatever. Yeah, like, they're not going to be like they're. Well, for example, like they're not going to be. Uh, I didn't watch Mad Men, but like they're not going to be in like advertising or sales right. or like I don't know what's a, a finance. They're not going to be in fi- like for sure right. not going to be. Or like in they're not like a CEO of I don't know like um, IBM. Yeah, mm-hmm. like an engineering corporation that mines diamonds to make like. <laughs> commercial grade is that a job i need yeah yeah like to make commercial grade like saws and shit like they're never that like also i mean admittedly maybe that job isn't very interesting so it's not gonna like appear on the screen (laughs) but um i mean i definitely have seen movies where like men are things that are jobs that i'm like what do i care about a steel industry or like a you know railroad or what like that doesn't seem any more glamorous than anything else but women are always if they're like they they work in these industries that are like look at how kind of pip yeah. this is like a feisty pip of a woman and she's working in this thing and it's like just let her be well, also, a lumberjack or something well, <laughs> well also the thing that i would say about like what this movie posits is she's the did you say she? Did you say she's a CEO or she's the what's her title? She, well, she's, I don't know if she's like. Also, I don't even know if they would have called somebody a CEO in 1959. But she's the fine. head of the company. She's ahead of. She's ahead of it. So my question also remains. Well, I didn't ask it, but if she was the head of the company, she's not the goddamn model. So who cares? Well, Why does she need to still be useful? She, well, we'll talk about it. But she was the model for her products, and then that was a whole thing. But we'll get to Okay, it. but she doesn't... Okay, fine. She doesn't need to continue that. Well, that's the but whole... So, anyway. That's the whole start <laughs> of the plot, Amy. Yeah, so, anyway, still. Um, so in terms of what's out there to be researched about this movie, not a whole lot. Um, the main thing to think about is that this movie was um, meant to be a package deal. Now I forget what the second... But it was like part of a double feature. That's part of why it's so short. Mm. Um, because it's not even 90 minutes, is it? Uh, no, it's like an hour. It's like an hour flat. Or or maybe an hour 15. But anyway, um, the point was, is it was packaged with this other movie and then it was, both of them were going to be shown at drive-ins for teenagers. Mm. Um, and even funnier personally, because I was noticing the score quite a bit because the score was like trying to make stuff edgy and scary when like nothing was happening. Um, I actually yeah. discovered that it's the same score from a different Roger Corman movie called A Bucket of Blood. Um, Which also, I want to watch. That sounds great. That's a pretty classic uh, B-movie oh. horror one, if I understood correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the composer, Fred Katz, uh, he did, you know, so he makes the score for A Bucket of Blood, and then he just kept selling it to other things. Love that. It seems like Roger Corman likes alliteration, and I'm into it. Yeah. For sure. Wasp Woman, Bucket of Blood. I'm not sure what his other movies are. Um, <laughs> Mothman? Is Mothman him? No, I don't think so. Oh, anyway. Um, so that's all we really need to know. Um, in terms of the cast, you've never heard of any of these people, um, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, so well, one, one of them was on 77 Sunset Strip. Mom might have heard of him. He was on one episode of that show. I'm not oh, sure. okay. Never mind. Uh, so let's start with the titular wasp woman. Um, <laughs> the character's name is Janice Starlin. Um, and that's played by an actor named Susan Cabot, who 
want to say was how 30 old? goddamn too. <laughs> she was 32 years old. And, and the premise, just to remind everybody, the premise of the movie is she's too old. Right. Well, because we'll talk about it when we get to the movie, because her character was supposed to be 40. Okay, well, still. Which is still pretty rude, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> as a 40-year-old myself, it was pretty rude. deeply but rude. But also, I mean, yeah, also it was, like, very clear they aged her up in, like, the right. first couple scenes. Right, so, but also what, and this goes back to what I was saying before of, like, how th- the more things change, the more things stay the same. There used to be this show, a more recent show, that I liked where it was um, a woman, like, accidentally went back in time and got, like, a chance to, like, redo her 20s, I want to say. And, um... That sounds horrible. Yeah, I don't... I don't think I would... I mean, she had... It wasn't like she got to choose. She, like, was thrust into it. Oh, no. Yeah, even worse. Um, but basically, like, so the, the start of the show, like, the opening episodes, she's, like, 40, I think, is... Or, Mm. like, early 40s. And then she gets... Or maybe maybe mid-40s, and then she goes back to Um, Mm mid-20s. But the person that they got to play that role was in her mid-30s. So this is, like, a common thing to be, like, this is, supposedly this is an age of woman where if we do this, she can look 25, and if we do this, she can look 45. Um, Yeah. So that remains where we are in the world. Um, So in terms of Susan Cabot herself... Uh, she was born in Boston, uh, and lived in eight foster homes as a kid, which is, like, probably not great. Dark. That's a little sad. Yeah. Um, and then she had this, like, really cool-ass life. So she moves to Manhattan and is, like, kind of figuring stuff out. Um, one of the, like, careers she pursued for a while was illustrating children's books. Um, and did a lot of theater over the course of her life. Um, and she was in six different Corman movies. Um, oh, wow. But in terms of IMDb, this is, uh, like, she does this movie, and then there are only two more, and then whatever she's done. She's done uh, hmm. officially acting in, in that realm, anyway. Interesting. Um, then we have a character called Bill Lane, who's played by an actor called Anthony Isley, who is 34. Um, mm-hmm. He is the one who was in 77 Sunset Strip. Uh, he was in Come a on, lot. Mom, do you know him? Yeah, do you know him personally? <laughs> uh, he was also in an episode of the Dick Van Dyke show. Um, but by the time, hmm. and at this point, this is like kind of, if you could say it this way, this is like on his way up when he's in this movie. He's a very bit player, okay. I would say, generally in this movie. Um, but on, by I'm the late, sure I know, remember which one he was. Uh, he's the secretary's boyfriend. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Um, by the late '60s, he really seems to have kind of hit a certain sort of career stride where he's just in like B movie after B movie after B movie. Okay. Um, and I don't mean B-E-E. That might be confusing in the context in, of the Wasp in, Woman. <laughs> he's in all the B movies. Um, With Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. It's pretty bad. Oh, I've never seen it. But it's good, like, as I often sometimes need, is a kid's movie that I can sleep to, and it's good for that. <laughs> 
you so. do you, you I feel like all your programming and I'm not judging because it's literally the same as mine is for the purpose of sleeping uh, a, a, a surprising percentage is for that reason <laughs> it's true I, if, I'm the same way because if something requires my actual attention I'm usually like very turned off by it I'm like oh god <laughs> this is gonna be a lot of work watching Ugh, this I have to like keep my eyes on the screen <laughs> um Next, we have a character called Mary Dennison, played by an actor named Barbara Morris, who is 27. Um, and she actually did quite a lot of Corman movies because that she was... That lady was 27? Yeah. Did she look younger? Yeah, I mean, we've talked... No, we've talked about this before. It's the hairdos. It's yes. the whole jazz. Oh, like, yeah, she looked yeah, older yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, so she did a bunch of stuff with Corman because they actually were in acting classes together. Um, and she was in a movie called Teenage Caveman. That also sounds great. I'm, I mean, yeah. is that a Corman one? I think so. I need to, I guess I need to go watch some of these. I mean, Teenage Caveman, God knows what that's even meant to do. I don't, I don't even think you need the word cave in it. I feel like it's the same thing. Just teenage man. Teenage is man. The same as teenage caveman. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, no, actually, using teenage and man together is, like, probably not really true, right? Like, it should be teenage cave yeah. boy. That's what yeah, it should fine. be. Um, but, yeah, I, there was a certain part of me that I was like, what could that be about? Is it, like, Teen Wolf, where he, like, learns how to play probably. basketball <laughs> real good oh, or something? Is that what happens in Teen Wolf? I have so... There's a lot of movies I have to like put on my I've list. I've definitely got Teen Wolf on our list for really? no particular reason because I don't think there's even anything scientific in it at all. But I've always Ooh, wanted to. But maybe that's good for this it. spooky month. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we have a character called Arthur Cooper that was played by um, an actor named William Rorick, who is 48. Um, mm -hmm. And he had he was in like a bunch of stuff, but. Probably his biggest, to me, it seemed like, thing was that he played a character called Henry Chamberlain on Guiding Light for quite a number of years, and that was, like, his last thing that he did. Um, oh. And I want to say I that was probably in the 80s that he was doing that. Oh. I, I don't know enough about soaps to know. I know that that was, like, a big one, but yeah. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I feel like it would be a good thing to do like late in your career like as your last thing because then you can get like quite a good money situation Ooh, it's a good stash yeah. and also like and it's pretty regular like yeah you stay it's in regular one place. work yeah 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 and then finally uh a really central character to the plot is the character eric zinthorpe uh played by michael mark who was 73 when this movie came out um hmm. And he's probably, in a sense, kind of the most interesting-seeming person in terms of their own personal bio, because he was um, born in Russia. I mean, now, if I remember correctly, the place that he was born in is now Belarus, but at the time, it was oh. Russia. Um, okay. And his real original name is Morris Shulman. Um, hmm. And uh, he has the most credits far and away of anyone. He was in 153 things over the course of his life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his first credit dates back to 1928. Oh, wow. Um, and in his early roles, like, 
Man, there was so much stuff. I wish that we could go back, in a sense, to, like, naming things the way they got named in the 20s. Yes. Because look at these two movies. They're called Noisy Noises and Thin Twins. I love it. Like, like... what if I just made a movie called Outside Shoes? Dancing Man. (laughs) Like, I mean, (laughs) I think the alliteration helps in both of those. Again, like noisy noises thin twins and like the kind of i mean neither of them really rhyme but like they're, yeah. they're just like noisy noises is a great name for something I, mean, I don't know yeah what other types of noises are there quiet noises i mean well there is of course quiet riot but that's like a different thing mm. anyway um, i want to i'm curious about both of those things i know i'm just like oh man if i were if i could have been allowed and actually women did play a much bigger role in like early silent hollywood i'm like all right johnny what are we making another picture today <laughs> uh let's see what's, what's noisy a, noises for what's a silent around the room film. <laughs> what's around the room uh type and typewriters let's make it let's do it right now <laughs> um he also had a small part in another pretty classic horror film of the era, Son of Frankenstein. Um, mm. And then this Oof. real gem. I don't know. I just liked the I title. I gotta see this. Attack of the Puppet People. I dun, dun. gotta see that. Um, Not to be confused with Puppet Master. Indeed. And that's immediately what I thought of when I saw yeah, that. Yeah, same. And I was like, is Puppet Master inspired by Attack of the Puppet People? Oh, man. I mean, I don't know how much, like, we've talked a lot about puppetry on the show. More than I I would ever expect. (laughs) (laughs) Puppet Master is crazy because if you want to talk about, like, first of all, there's, like, I think, I don't know how, I'm actually not sure how many there are. There are at least eight movies. And no. They're all for, Should I do I Puppet so. Master as my own personal series of Halloween movies to watch this year? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if I, I recommend watched, it. I am. I watch Puppet Master original at your behest, and I, yes. I like and that I. And watched I'm not gonna it. lie, it's the best one. Oh, like, no. and if, yeah. So like, if, yeah, because it goes completely off the rails and like the it was off the rails from the very start (laughs) there was never a rail i know but it goes even more because like the stories don't even match up and they're like there's Mm. some of the movies are done by like different directors and there's like Uh. different special effects in some of them they literally use some of the special effects and like actual shots from other movies and because they didn't have money for like it, it's crazy. Like some of the later ones are crazy, and some of them are not even like entertaining anymore because they're just like nothing really happens. Sure. And the puppets waver back and forth from being like, are we like rooting for the puppets or are the puppets bad murderers? Like it's all over the place. So I'm not sure that the whole entire thing I would recommend. Okay, fair enough. I mean, but it's a wild ride. If I you're definitely ever didn't even interested. get through my watch all the Halloween movies last year, so maybe I'll just pick up where I left off on. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, and that's it. That's all we need to know. Um, let's just dive into this movie, which I will. I just feel like I need to every so often check in with people and say I loved this thing. I loved it. <laughs> truly. 
I just found I, it. You might, because it gets uh, you, people might stop believing that you loved it after we start. I talking know, about it. and and I can't give you a good reason as to why, but I really truly loved this. So, <laughs> uh, we open up uh, looking at bees in a hive uh, as yeah. the credits roll, um, and then the opening scene is. I don't know what I would have expected for something called the Wasp Woman, but <laughs> the opening scene is definitely not what I expected. Um, people in a boardroom? No, we're not even there yet. Oh. We're just out in a field. I everything. We're out in a field. Zinthorpe is there in his bee costume. Uh, uh-huh. Beekeeper wear. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like... So silent. There was like no talking for like a lot of minutes. Maybe that's and why I was zoning out. I was like, this hasn't even started yet. I'm not going to pay attention yet. And <laughs> he's looking at a tree. And you're like, why is he looking at that tree? And then you hear a, fi- a faint like buzzing. And you're like, ah, okay. And then now, okay. I think also in for the sake of transparency... Uh, neither of us know anything about bees or beekeeping. No. So, just put that out there. So, he... So, all y'all beekeepers who are about to write in. <laughs> I mean, I know we have... We're wrong. I know we have so many, so many listeners that there has to be at least, like, a dozen beekeepers in the mix. So, y'all, you can just, like, keep your opinions to yourself <laughs> and just, like, educate us later because we just don't know. Um, but so, he goes up to this tree. He finds a wasp's nest in the tree. Um, and he's like talking to the wasp's nest and he's saying, wait, do I have it? I didn't write it down. But basically he's like, come here, my beauties. And like um, <laughs> takes this, so he cuts a branch off a tree. The branch has the wasp's nest. And then he puts this whole confab into a suitcase of sorts. Um and that's where I'm like, is that the way that people transport live animals? I'm not so sure. What do you say? Yeah. All our beekeeping um, listeners do weigh in. Well, <laughs> not to, like, I, I don't want to just, like, take up time with me telling personal stories. But long story short, once we found a kitten, and it was not our kitten, and someone called us and was like, that's my kitten. And we were, I was giving it back to the person who it belonged to. And the woman showed up with a large suitcase and did put the kitten in a suitcase. Whoa. Now, I could not stop this from happening because it was <laughs> not my cat. Um, I did not know what to do. Uh-huh. But she was like, I lost my kitten once. That's why I'm putting it in the suitcase. I don't want it to get away. Oh, I don't know about that. I hope that kitten is okay. But I hope it's so a some cat people, now. I know. Oh, God. Anyway, not to be dark, but some people, I guess, do put animals in suitcases. I, not a good idea, though. It, it seemed weird to me. Um, it, it is weird. So then Zinthorpe comes back to this, like, other field where there are, like, more official beehives, and there's this, like, worker guy there, and he and the worker guy are talking, and he's like, oh, I've just collect- collected this wasp hive, and the worker is like I don't know why you would want that wasps are like quite dangerous and aggressive 
Um, but he's like, but ho, ho, I've got this plan. And you're like, great. Okay. <laughs> um, then a car. What's this plan? What happened in this movie? Um, <laughs> some anyway. of it. Some of it yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then a car drives up and this Mr. Barker type comes and he's explaining that he works for the the honey factory that they all work for um mm-hmm. and he's there because when Zinthorpe is like buying all this equipment and it's quite expensive and i feel like i mean also this shows like 1959 i feel like he Zinthorpe is in trouble cuz he spent $1000 oh which i'm like yeah that's nothing if you're like big honey, what's one thousand um, dollars? Well, but in 1959, it was different. Um, so Barker comes into Zinthorpe's office and is like, "What have you been doing? Why are you spending all this money?" And Barker is like, "I'm on," and this is a direct quote: "I'm on the verge of a great discovery." Um, and then famous last words. <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, it's really like. What does the word great mean? Like, great things don't necessarily mean positive, I suppose. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just don't know what he thought he was discovering. I guess he thought he was discovering... Oh, well, the next line, whatever you say. Right, (laughs) right. So... He, he's like, here, come look, I'll show you. And he shows Barker that he, he, well, first, what he actually shows him is two dogs in a cage. Um, one of whom. Oh my God, that just reminded me of another part of this. (laughs) Yeah, there's a bunch that's weird. Um, so one of the dogs is large and one of the dogs is small. And Uh what does Zinthrop. I keep wanting to say Zinthrop, but it's Zinthorpe. Um, what does Zinthorpe say has happened here? What does he the, tell Barker that has happened? I think, if I recall, he's saying that the little one is the same age as the other one, and he's like puppyfied it. Correct. He has developed. <laughs> um, he has developed an age-reversing serum that is produced using the royal jelly of wasps okay 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 question number one okay what let me is ro- get to my wikipedia jelly. page that i opened up. did you know that's what i was gonna ask or does that is that just common knowledge do we all know what wasp royal jelly is no because in my handwritten notes i i have one line that says zinthorpe slowing aging and wants to reverse it then immediately underneath it it says what's royal jelly Yeah, like what in the literal hell? So, according to Wikipedia, royal jelly is a honeybee secretion that is used in the nutrition of larvae and adult queens. It is secreted from the glands in the hypopharynx of nurse bees and fed to all larvae in the colony regardless of sex or caste. Um, I have another, I have a follow-up question. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. A wasp is not... B. Correct. Right? Like, yes. okay. So we've got, 
Okay, bees 101. We've got bees, regular bees. What are they called? Like carpenter bees? Honeybees. Yeah. Honeybees. Is a carpenter bee a thing or is that carpenter ants? I'm confused. Carpenter um, ant, I think. Is. Okay. So anyway, bees, regular old bees. We've got bumblebees. We've got yellow jackets, wasps, and hornets. Uh-huh. Now, yellow jackets, wasps, and hornets are not actually bees. Correct. Okay, so why does that whole thing you just read about wasp jelly say bees the whole time? <laughs> no, it. so I don't think wasps actually make royal jelly. Okay, so okay, so the science, what you're telling me <laughs> is the science in this movie is eh, at best. Right, and here's okay. the other thing. In this opening gambit of uh, Wikipedia, uh, in the final two sentences say... Um, in Euro- Wasp Woman, this does not happen. <laughs> no. It says, the European Food Safety Authority has concluded that current evidence does not support the claim that consuming royal jelly offers health benefits to humans. In the United States, the Food and Drug Administration has taken legal action against companies <gasps> that have marketed royal jelly products using unfounded claims of health benefits. Whoa. Wow. So this was like a whole phenomenon. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. But that's I've the never thing. heard of royal jelly. I in had my never heard of it life. either. But a, but like for bees, it's important, <laughs> which makes sense. Okay. I mean, like it actually sounds a bit like it maybe plays the role for bees that breast milk does for humans. That's what it sounds like. It is okay. Anyway, all right. And everybody knows if you rub breast milk on your face, you lose all your wrinkles. <laughs> So. Oh my god! Oh, I'm I. Okay, I just don't I don't <laughs> like the image that just came into my mind. Is all I'll say. I didn't mean directly from the source. I, know. I just meant. I know, but I don't. I, I mean, don't. But people. Do, well, or you know what? It's probably actually. You know what? It's probably more like using the is, placenta for shit. Yes. 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 Um, and that is an actual thing, isn't it? People do it. Do I don't. Let's not get into it. Anyway, um, royal jelly. Yes. Got it. So, yes. So, anyway, Zinthorpe is saying, I have discovered first and foremost that wasps make royal jelly, which is like, whoa. Um, no <laughs> no one else has come up with that the first yet. First one. Okay. Um, and then most importantly, that this royal jelly, when turned into some kind of a serum, reverses aging, which is like double whoa. I mean, Yeah. Um, and then what I also, this will also be a theme. When I was looking at these two dogs side by side, I was like, is that puppy the same species of dog or same breed of dog? I don't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what the dogs looked like, to, but I'm sure probably not. It, it looked like it was like a Rottweiler and like a Dachshund. A Chihuahua. <laughs> like next to each other. Or but like... Or maybe a min pin, but like something that had the same uh, coloring but was small. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, you couldn't get a puppy of the same. Just I get know. a goddamn puppy, guys. That's um, very funny. But anyway, um, Barker hears this and immediately fires Zenthorpe. He's like, I don't know yes. what this is. This is not what our company's all about. Goodbye. Yeah. And the final scene, the final bit of this scene is Zinthorpe is talking to his beloved wasp and he's like, we'll come up with something. And mm-hmm. um, then we cut to Janice Starlin Enterprises boardroom. And we know that we're in there because we first see a plaque that says Janice Starlin Enterprises. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and there's a woman who it turns out to be Janice Starlin, who is speaking to her board about this like massive drop in sales in her cosmetics company over the past few months. And mm-hmm. like basically like what can we do to fix this? You know, what are your takes? And then Bill, um, one of her underlings, is like, well, you know what the problem is. And she's like, no, that's why no. we're having this fucking meeting. <laughs> um, and he's like, well, you'll see that up until, like, February, all the sales were doing good. And I also liked that, like, the graph that she's doing, because it's 1959, was, like, a handmade out of, like, construction paper graph. It's like she did it at home, like, <laughs> as a project. Yeah, like, I was waiting for some puffy paint and, like, glitter to be on it, <laughs> like, from when I did school projects. Um but Glitter it, always made your, bumped your grade up, just, you know. Yeah, or, FYI. like, cool lettering that you did yes. by hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, so she's showing this thing, and he's like, well, don't you see that in, like, whatever month, everything was going fine, and then it was after this point that everything starts to slump, and what is revealed is that um, up until, I forget, I think he was saying February, but it doesn't matter, whatever month it was, um, yes. Janice herself had been the model in all the ads for all the different products. Mm. But she had stopped doing it, and then people stopped buying the product because, you know, it's called Janice Starlin Cosmetics or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. so Janice Starlin was the model, and then she wasn't the model, and he's like, that's the reason that uh, nobody's buying. And... Her response is like that's harsh. That's I mean, a harsh it thing was, to say to somebody. It was super harsh, and then it was doubly Especially harsh. Especially someone who's like the namesake of the company, right? And it's doubly harsh because her reaction is so downtrodden. She's like, "I just can't do it anymore. I don't have the looks." You know, <laughs> and, I guess. I guess I don't understand why she couldn't just, like, I get it. Like, nobody wants to hear, like, hey, your ugly mug is the reason we're not doing sales. But, like. But it was the opposite of that. It was, like, your ugly mug is what used to make us sales. Get back out there. And she was, like, no, I can't. I'm too old and ugly. Oh. That was her. It's confusing. Feeling. Um, But also, I think for, like, the sake of. So we understand the, quote, unquote, transformation that she goes through. Um, how, how did she look? Was she aged and haggard and terrible looking? Are you asking me? Yes, I'm asking you. No. She, I mean, okay, hmm. She, it, it, it's the classic. She had little glasses on that make her look more obviously like a little older and In more Hollywood, severe. we know glasses equals disgusting. That's Yeah, and know. also... They were also like severe looking glasses yeah. too, and I know they, they were, were quite, little old like, lady. 50s. She had a whole. They were yeah, they were little, little old, lady, old lady styling. Like and her, her hairdo was yeah, a her little hairdo. old lady style. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And she had like I you know they had like little drawn on clearly drawn on in my opinion like lines on her forehead. Right. Um, and like bags under her eyes, like they had made dark circles under she her looked eyes. To me, like what she looked like to makeup. me. Yeah, what she looked like to me was like all the kids in like high school theater productions when yes. they're like playing the grandma. When they put a wrinkle <laughs> on their forehead, like with a yeah, sh- with and then an they eyeliner. start talking like this, and they're like, "I'm playing an old person," and like that is what she looked like to me. But I know, and I mean, also like so, 
she she's supposed to like look so aged she doesn't um <clears throat> but also her figure was fucking awesome like i was like she's skinny as a rail like she oh, looks wearing, great like, in this suit outfit she's wearing like it, if if in fact her face is somewhat more wrinkled like come on she looks great like i can't it was, it's i mean it's it that part's very like the whole i mean which also makes the entire premise of like everything else that happens like a little hard like right hard to hang your hat on it because it's like so preposterous that yeah. like yeah but it i mean it's also let's be real like can we think of um major uh, there are more now of course um major you know modeling agencies or whatnot who have a bunch of models over 40 i mean the answer right. is be, like besides your like giselle and like you know Heidi people, Klum and like well that's the thing is like, that, like you have to establish yourself young you can keep yeah. doing it if you are a famous model like you can keep doing yeah. it into your 40s but you can't yeah. like start <laughs> in your right. 40s um so i guess i just missed out on my window of modeling oh, yeah i think we're wow. out of it oh well um but but no but it's really sad because she like no one told her you're looking too old she decided she wouldn't do it anymore oh um and that's what Bill Bill is saying in a not very nice way. You need to be the you're the face of it, and so you need to come back. And she's like, I just so can't. figure it the fuck out. Yeah, she's like, I just can't. I can't <laughs> deal with it. So then the meeting's over. We follow Janice into her office. Arthur, her science man, is there, um, and she starts asking him about uh, wasp royal jelly and its properties, and if he knows anything about that. And he's like. <laughs> Um, not particularly, but it's kind of like a fool's gold situation. Um, Mm. and important for the, for what comes later, he's like, well, and it's also potentially quite dangerous to use that particular form of royal jelly because wasp queens are aggressive. Um, he describes them as being like black widow spiders. Um, and so he's like, so really, just there's no point in trying to go down that road. Mm-hmm. He leaves the room, in walks Zinthorpe with his wasp je- royal jelly serum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting timing. I know. And then she's like, well, I want proof of what you said you could do in your letter. And he's like, yeah, happy to show you. Come on down to the lab. So they go down to this lab, and Zinthorpe has brought some guinea pigs to demonstrate uh, the power of this serum that he's made. Um, and so he takes out the guinea... I'm pretty sure they were guinea pigs. They looked like guinea pigs. Oh, I, I was about to be like, are you mean literal guinea pigs? Literal guinea pigs, yes. Okay. And so he takes them out and he injects them with this serum and the camera, you know, pans away to show Janice... And Zinthorpe's face as they, quote-unquote, watch the transformation happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a very good old-timey technique when you don't have CGI. <laughs> um, Just cut away, cut away from that. Yes, and then what is revealed, I mean, this age anti-aging process happens real fast. Because there's, like, yeah. these guinea pigs. And then literally, maybe 60 seconds later, they're like, look, amazing. And it's supposed to be, like two younger guinea pigs but Mm -hmm. 
it's obviously rats. Oh, I see. I don't remember some of this stuff with the animals and a baby guinea pig is so cute. They They're couldn't have so gotten a baby cute. guinea pig. I know. I was like, but that's a rat. It's so clearly <laughs> a rat. Like that's funny. Um, could, but like, what, could they? That's so weird. Like they could literally. So you have a grown-up guinea pig, and you li- literally cannot get a baby one. I don't know. I just thought it was so strange. I was like, but what's the deal? Like, now maybe not everyone would have picked up on that because not everyone had a guinea pig as a pet like we did as children. <laughs> but, that's um, true. And I so mean, I, we had so guinea pigs. I, we had lots of I baby specifically guinea pigs know in what our a, preschool. Yeah, I yeah. specifically know what a baby guinea pig looks like. Um, and guys, guess else. what? They're super cute. They're the most adorable little tiny handheld. I'm about tiny tiny. I'm about, to, I'm about oh. to Google baby guinea pig and just look so, at it for a second. They're so great. Um, but so then she's super impressed. And she's like, you got the job, Zinthorpe. And Zinthorpe is like, great, great, great. Um, But uh, just so you know, I have not yet tested this serum on human beings. So that's like kind of the next step in the process. And Janice is like, that's totally cool. Um, My condition is that I'll be the test subject for She's brave. (laughs) I just don't understand what on God's green earth, would inspire her to say that, that she wanted to do that. Um, but clearly... She's desperate to yeah, not be an old hag. An old hag of 40. <laughs> I need to keep saying it because, like, you know, aging is rough and turning 40 has been a bit of a milestone for me and I'm like, I just gotta keep... Because they keep hitting how disgusting she is. <laughs> I mean, she's basically... You can barely look at her. She's so gross. It's just, ugh, awful. Um, so then we go, uh, let's see, back to the conference room where Janice announces... I'm just looking at pictures of baby guinea pigs as we talk. I'm not even kidding. Well, but, like, (laughs) I do need you to keep engaging with this conversation, though, so maybe save that for later. Um, so then we go back to the boardroom where Janice is like, hey, guys, I just hired this Zinthorpe guy. I'm not going to tell you for what. It's top secret, but it's, like, a very big deal, and I'll let you know when something important happens and they're like okay great i feel like that's not a great way to run a business but like no not whatever then there is the first of two montages in this movie which is (laughs) i love a montage so maybe that's why i love this movie (laughs) so this is the science didn't have any flashbacks though they didn't unfortunately um so this is the science montage where we see (laughs) zinthorpe sciencing um Mm -hmm. and then once the science montage is over, I'm not sure how much time. I think also this montage is meant to help us know that time is passing, but I didn't necessarily yeah. get that from that. But anyway. Yeah. Um, then we return back to kind of, so Janice's office has like her office, but then there's like the outer bit of the office where all her secretaries are. And yeah. so we're in that room. Bill is talking to Mary, the head secretary, as far as I could tell. Um, and he's like, I'm kind of worried about Janice. This new project seems weird. Can you just like keep an eye on her? And Mary's like, yeah, sure. You know, happy to. Mm -hmm. Um, then I will say I did really like this pair of secretaries that sat around chatting. (laughs) I did too. They were like the only, they were there for comic relief. I'm pretty sure. And they were like sassy, 
and fun and they were also clearly there not just for comic relief but also as like an in case you missed it yeah yeah like if you haven't figured out what this movie's doing yet we're here to tell you um so they and a little bit to like be the I feel like a little bit be the audience be like what's going on she's being weird exactly yeah so like they start out as is common of the day they're talking about their dating lives like one of them has a (laughs) husband that I think his name is like Sydney or something very 50s and um they're taught in my handwritten notes I say girls chat about dating lives over jazzy sax so, <laughs> so that must have been fun. Um, yeah. And then, but they are also talking about Zinthorpe and how he seems like a crackpot, and yeah. they don't, they just don't really trust him. And so again, yeah, they're the audience trying to like tell Work us stuff or out. like yeah. yeah. Um, and so I also wondered when they were talking, I realized I was like, it's 1959. This Zinthorpe guy has like a vague accent of some persuasion oh are they being like racist well racist sure but in a very specific (laughs) way which is sure i mean it is 1959 america so i know obviously um but in a very particular way because a lot of german scientists came to the united states after world war ii Uh. um in a thing called operation paperclip if anyone wants to look it up um and I was and I was like, oh, are they trying to posit he's an ex-Nazi? Like either he's an ex-Nazi or he or he's um, a Jewish scientist who fled. Like there was definitely huh. some like a European refugee something. I I wasn't sure, but I, I was wasn't like, getting that. Okay, but that doesn't um, mean. But I but like we didn't necessarily get it. But I wondered if at the time that was like so obvious ah. that they didn't even oh. mention it. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, hmm. uh, so then we get into. Janice's own direct office where again Zinthorpe is buying all of these expensive materials and the accounting department has called up to see if like it's okay to pay these bills and Janice says yes of course whatever he wants just pay for anything um and Mary is listening in on the phone because she's the secretary and that's her job apparently <laughs> um oh, man and she's monitoring this whole situation mm-hmm some amount of time later, I'm not totally sure how long. I think they maybe mention a month at one point, mm-hmm. but I there's no I'm not I'm not like pinned down to that as the answer. Yeah, um, we see that Zinthorpe is examining uh, Janice's face, and at this point, the transformation has already begun. And by that, I mean they no longer are painting dark circles under her eyes. Yeah, and she, like, takes her glasses off sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So her face looks lovely, just as it And she's, like, changed was. her hairstyle. Yeah. Um, and Zinthorpe is like, yes, your, like, musculature is firming up. Everything looks great. I think everything's going fine. And Janice is like, well, can't we, like, speed up the process? And Zinthorpe oh, is famous like... Famous last words again. <laughs> I know. And Zinthorpe is like, no, why? You look lovely. We can tell it's working. There's no reason... Uh, to go faster than this. And I, I wish what he had said is like, not only is there no reason, like but it's you will dangerous. turn into a wasp. <laughs> it's dangerous <laughs> to try and go faster than this yeah. because this is a completely untested 
thing on human beings. Yeah. So, like, whatever. Um, uh, meanwhile, while this is all transpiring, Mary has called together Arthur and Bill, and they're sitting at this restaurant together talking about what's going on, and they are concerned because it seems as though Zinthorpe has some sort of weird hold over Janice that they've noticed, mm -hmm. and um, they don't know why, because she's kept all of his research secret. Mm -hmm. But then Mary has, like, stolen a letter that Zinthorpe wrote to Janice, and that's where yeah. he outlined this whole wasp serum thing. Um, so, mm -hmm. so Arthur, the scientist reads it and he's like, this is gobbledygook. Like, pfft, you know, I don't think this is real. And I think they even yeah. use the phrase confidence man. <laughs> oh, what does that uh, even mean? It's a con man. That's what con oh, man means. Oh. That's what a con comes from is confidence man. And it means that he builds your confidence. Whoa. I literally <laughs> never knew that. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. That's, I feel dumb. I never knew that. Yeah. That's I never even thought to think about it. <laughs> I was well, like, a, a con, like, is yeah. a con. Yeah. It's from, wow. yeah, because you build somebody's confidence so that they do whatever thing you want, and then you disappear, basically. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, you learn something every day, guys. <laughs> We've learned so much. We've learned that wasps are not bees, part one. Uh, <laughs> we've learned royal jelly does nothing. Um, yep. All kinds of stuff we've learned today. Wow. Probably um, a lot of people knew all that already, but damn, well, I didn't go to school for learning. <laughs> I went to school for <laughs> theater. <laughs> <laughs> one might argue amy that all school is for learning but like i well, get it i learned theater so yeah um so yeah they bandy that around a bit about That's funny like that they think he's like tricking her and that mm. they need to do something about it um mm. meanwhile later that night janice sneaks into the lab to inject herself <sighs> With this serum, without Zinthorpe's knowledge. Um, and that's not great. Uh, also, when does he, when does Zinthorpe, oh, never mind, I see it later. Uh, I also was thinking to myself when I was seeing this, I don't think I could give myself an injection. No, and she does it, like, right in her arm, too. Yeah, into, like, the vein, I think, or well, whatever. Like, yeah, no, she did it, like, a full-on, like, you would do an IV, like, right yeah. into your, or, like, she looked That's like she was, like, like, probably, like, yeah. a heroin addict. Yeah, I didn't like, like it. No, um, it didn't look great. But then, so she gives herself this injection, and then as she's walking out of the lab, she sees that the cat, oh, right, I forgot to say this, one of the other pieces of evidence that this anti-aging thing works is that um, they say that there was a cat that got turned into a kitten earlier. Uh -huh. And so now she's back in the lab and she notices that the cat has gotten old again. Uh-oh. Not great. Um, cut to the next day. They're back in the conference room and Janice is transformed into a beautiful young woman. And by that I mean they've completely... AKA her glasses are off. <laughs> her glasses are, are nowhere to be found. Um, they've completely changed her makeup to like yeah. amp up 
the dewiness of her skin. Um, but yeah. most importantly, they've just completely styled her differently. Her hair is not an old lady haircut anymore. Yeah. Um, she's in, which again, we've talked about this. Like to me, she still looks quite matronly. But um, well, her outfit was good for, I mean, it was of the time. Right. Like, it was like, very, but it was right. very tight and like yeah. corsety. Her outfit and... was much more like what a young woman would have worn. And so that's how they were I like, did love her. I will say, I, yeah, I will say I did love her heels. And I'm not like a high heel person. Oh, I know exactly. But they were the, the, the T strap ones. Yes, I noticed that as well. <laughs> yeah, because I also noticed it when she was a wasp and she can still had heels on. But continue. Correct. Um, um, <laughs> now this is a moment where you know, like, don't comment on your coworker's appearance, either positive or negative, is what I'll say. Because in this scene, everyone is like. <gasps> You look so wonderful. What has happened? As though she like looked like yeah. a literal piece of shit before yep. this day. I mean, truly compliments of like you look so good. Like people do, I mean, I feel like I talk about this all the time, but like people do this constantly where they're like, "Oh, you look so good today." I've literally right. had people say that to me where right. like I've literally had there's <laughs> no one cares, but I'm going to tell it anyway. There's a girl I went to college with who was like famous like she loved giving like weird backhanded compliments and I'm not even sure she Fun. was aware. But she like she literally said to me one time and I <laughs> like it was funny, but at the time I was probably less confident so I like took it harder. But like she was like, "Oh my god, Amy, you look <laughs> you look so good today. You look so different." Oh no. <laughs> what? And I was like, "Thanks. So normally I just look like a piece of sh- I like and she's like I no, would no, need no, no, I didn't mean it like that but I would she need literally to said the words like, you look so good you look so different I would be like I have like a million follow-up questions to that supposed compliment yeah no, I don't remember what I looked any different I like honestly couldn't tell you but yeah, like that is too funny and I was in college so I was young so like right. screw her yeah I don't know man uh, yeah, but, like, all of this woman's co-workers are like, wow, you look great. Um, and this is when she tells them all, like, this is what I've been working on in secret with Zinthorpe. We're going to be releasing these anti-aging products, or I guess reverse aging products. Um, and we need to start on the ad campaign. And I can't remember if she says that she'll be the model now again, but I guess that's probably implicit in the whole thing. Yeah, oh, of course. Because um, that's the whole isn't thing. Isn't that... I mean, why would she do any of this craziness if there, there wasn't, like, just, anyway. So then everyone leaves, but Mary stays behind, and Mary and Janice are talking, and Janice is like, Mary, isn't it, like, fabulous? Like, tell me how old you think I look. And I was like, this is <laughs> a very weird conversation. And, like, let's face it. Especially if she's supposed to be her boss. Right, because if my boss asked me a question and I thought no, I, I wouldn't knew answer what it. the answer, like what answer they wanted. That's what I would say. Of course. Well, anybody. First of all, again, hey guys. Um, so about like backhanded compliments and all that. If someone, if you know somebody's age and they tell you what how how old do I look, everybody knows that they're looking for you to say about five to eight years younger than what they are. I mean, I was gonna say ten. Like, people want, I mean, and you want have, to look 10 years younger than they are. I mean, I remember when someone asked, <laughs> again, I remember when someone was like, oh, like, thought I looked 28. And at the time, I think I was, like, 
29 or something like that. And I was like offended that they didn't say right, younger. That they didn't shave <laughs> off. <laughs> so I was like, they true. That means they really think they were already shaving it off. So like, you know what I mean? Like, so they thought I was actually older than I was. Yeah. What I also, this is the scene that really like made my blood boil because so then Janice says you look 22, 23 and, or, or Mary says that about Janice and then yeah. Janice is like, oh, so I look just like when I started this company 18 years ago. And I'm like, so you are at most 41 years old. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I had been wondering wow. that the whole time. I was like, she's so... How old she was supposed yeah. to be? Yeah, I was like, what's the? why is she so obsessed with this? And I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah. She's my age. Great. Love it. That's hilarious. Wonderful. I didn't um, catch on to that. Yeah. So, but things immediately start going wrong at this point. Yeah, of course. Because back in the lab, Zinthorpe has come in to discover that the cat that had gone to a kitten and back to a cat is now not only a cat, but is feral. And this scene was crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think we've seen I was disturbed a little. Uh yes. Um so I feel like we've seen actors like take a doll and pretend it's attacking yeah. them before in, in this podcast. This looked, this looked like strange. Yeah. This looked strangely like real and also not real at the same time yeah. because like it was supposed to be real. It was just like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't even describe, but I was like, I remember <laughs> watching it and being like, whoa, because he the cat so it's feral now so it like jumps on his chest like you would expect and is like right and like know, grabbing cat, at his cat hissy face and neck noises. like yeah and he <laughs> he slams this fake cat oh right I hope. that's what he does he, yeah he slams it on the desk and just like pushes down on it like we're supposed yeah, to he think like he's like crushing it or suffocating it or something it's like very aggressive it's very violent <laughs> it's very because here's violent. what I would do if a cat came. I don't know if I've never like had a feral cat like attack my neck. So I don't know. I probably would maybe do the same thing. But I feel like what I would do would be get it off of me. I'm not sure right. that I would really have the presence of mind to like. And if I it, would like maybe throw it off of me. Yeah. Like, maybe like, that, that's and that's all you'd violent, have to do. Like if it grabbed onto you, I guess you just like bat I guess the it fear away. Is, and I guess then the fear is that away. it would like come right back. I don't think that's how a feral cat acts. No, I don't think like an actual in a real life feral cat would, but one that's like turned into a wasp. Oh might. yeah, because it's yeah, it's it's both a wasp and a cat. So, so I oh, don't that's know. right, because it's got like a bloodthirst, which we will see in Janice's. And I case. think it had little tiny. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like it had. It was supposed to look like it had little tiny wings on its back. Really? I'm. I oh may God. have been making. I might have been making that up in in my head, but I thought I could see something that looked like little tiny wings yeah. on his back. But the point is, he graphically kills this cat, yes. and then hides its body in like a dumb waiter or something, <laughs> um, in some kind of cabinet also, that he has. In and the this is okay. Lab. What I also didn't understand, which I am getting more now, talking it through. Everything in this movie happens in this one facility. Correct. Like, even when they go to the doctor, it's somehow in the same building. Well, they're technically in a hospital, but then, for whatever reason, Janice brings Zinthor back to the office. Um, so weird. So, so this all transpires 
Zinthorpe is like, I guess I'm done with work for today because I've just been attacked by a feral cat. <laughs> and when I killed it. Yeah. And so which is like that sounds like a rough day. I'm yeah, that's probably lie. the end of my day too. I'm not gonna uh, lie. <laughs> so he leaves the office and then he's out in the street and what happens to him? This was also weird, and I loved, again, as you were saying, the way of not showing something that yep. would require effects or Correct. something. <laughs> so, because I literally said out loud, because we, we go outside, like, pretty much one of the only, like, quote-unquote outdoor shots. Yep. And we go immediately to just looking at a curb. Yep. And but then also the like, sound of a car comes. Yeah, but we look at a curb. We look at, I'm not kidding, like, a static curb of the street for 10 full seconds yeah. like yeah we there's some mixed noise in the background but we are looking at just a curb for a pretty long time yeah. i thought but then i think and then all of a sudden close up on his face and there's like a little bit of red paint on his forehead or well, something well he well we hear like the sound of like a car crash or something right. or we're supposed to imagine and zinthorpe's head falls into frame and it's right. got like some blood paint yep. happening. Yes. Um, but we look at the curb for a long time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Things are happening off camera. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So then, again, unclear how much time has passed, but we're in Janice's office, and she has hired a private investigator because Zinthorpe has gone missing. Um. Meanwhile, how okay, wait, real quick, how far are we into the movie and we have still not seen her turn into a wasp yet? Just putting it oh, out there, in the terms movie of is called minutes, Wasp Woman. We're easily halfway through the movie. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Um so anyway, Zinthorpe's disappearance then makes Arthur, Bill, and Mary are like, Yeah, he's a con man. This is the whole thing. He leaves. Mm. Like He's gotten you this far. He's gotten whatever money or thing from you. Now he's gone. Um, mm -hmm. And more to the point, when Janice is talking to this private investigator, the, he's, the private investigator's like, well, what do you know about this guy? Like, do you know his address? And she's like, no. And he's like, do you know, like, his background? Do you know where he's from? And she's like, don't know any of that. And he's nope, like, nope, nope. Do you, I think he even says, do you know his full name? And she says, It's Zinthorpe, no. baby. <laughs> <laughs> his name is, uh, I want to say, Mr. I think his first name is Mr. <laughs> I think actually his full name is Zinthorpe Z. Zinthorpe? Is that, yeah. would that be right? <laughs> um, anyway, like, uh, she's like, oh, I know, I know. I've got this letter that I received from him. That will have some kind of clue. Um, but you can't find the letter because, of course, Mary stole it to give to Arthur and Bill to show what was going on. Then Mary comes clean. She's like, I took the letter, but I have a copy. And so then she gives it to the private investigator. And then we get the second montage of the movie. But this is an even better one than the first, in my opinion, because it is got... He, like there's just a call like so the guy who plays the private investigator calls on the phone from Janice's office and he says like I don't know like hey McGillicuddy who is that <laughs> presumably at the other end of the telephone and he's like hey McGillicuddy we're looking for this information give it a whatever and click and then we just see some random man on the task of investigating <laughs> 
<laughs> where's the purpose? And so it just is like stock footage of a man sitting at a desk. He looks at the clock. He makes some <laughs> phone calls. Um, and then we see the same guy like driving around in a car. And then finally he arrives. Okay. 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 Do, do they not? <laughs> Does he not call a hospital and look for like a John Doe? Well, that's that's what we learn presumably that the phone calls were because then the final okay. part of the montage is he's pulling up outside of an emergency room. Oh my god. It's awesome. I was that was <laughs> I think that's when my true love for this movie really activated. I was like this <laughs> Is an investigation montage. Great. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't see this coming. I don't know why this is here, but I really, really deeply enjoy it. Um, Just again, to like make it perfectly clear, this movie is called The Wasp Woman, and we get two we, montages, yep, an investigation montage, before we see any, any wasp kind, women. No, nary a wasp <laughs> woman in the s- sight at this point. Um, so then we arrive at the one time we're outside of the facility at the hospital where Zinthorpe has appeared. Um, and the doctor explains that, you know, he was, you know, hit his head and he has brain damage. Um, and specifically, he now can't remember anything about this serum or what he was doing. Ooh. And it's like, oh, no, we need this guy to finish making our beauty products. Um <laughs> So then Janice is like, well, I'll pay for everything. Get me the best specialists. I, you know, whatever. Meanwhile, because she, like, can't deal with this reality, I guess, um, we're back now in the Janice Starlin Enterprises building. She's in the lab. She injects herself yet again with serum. Um, And then she kind of hides away in the lab because while she's doing that, I guess she hears noise, and then mm-hmm. the scientist guy, Arthur, comes in, because he's like, well, Zinthorpe's away, I'm going to investigate and figure out if he's a fraud. Um, okay. I think that was the plan. Um, and this is when the wasp woman appears. And oh, my God. It's so good. And I literally, okay, so I told Sarah this before we started recording, but the the first reveal of the Wasp Woman, when we see her on screen, I said out loud, <laughs> what the fuck? It's because wild. She, well, okay, this is what she looks like. <laughs> it's not, it's very different than, like, let's say, uh, another, like, transformation movie like The Fly. Where very it's slow, different. It's, it's slow, it's gradual, it's kind of grotesque. Right. It's, like, a little bit, like, realistic, but also whatever. Right. This one is straight up. <laughs> this actress has on a wasp. I guess, looking head. Yeah. And it's a black head, basically, just like a black furry head with big, big eyes and like Mm -hmm. (laughs) two two antennas that are like curly Q in the front. Yep. And she's literally is a mask she's put on over her head. Correct. She's continuing to wear her exact same outfit. Yep. And she has. Which is a dress, a nice, which is, lovely dress. Which is like a pencil skirt. Yeah, yeah, like a pencil, like very form-fitting. Her heels are still on, everything. Yep. And she's got two 
I mean, they looked I don't like know. lobster claws to me. They were claws, and I don't know that wasps have claws, but they reminded me. Do you know what they reminded? <laughs> we had this is a we had these. <laughs> oh, I don't even know how to describe it. We had these um, bear claw. Uh, bear claw slippers. <laughs> so we had these like bear claw <gasps> slippers that were supposed to look like bear feet. I wasn't and sure sometimes, what you were going to talk and about, I'm, like, but now I know like, exactly what you're talking about. And then about. sometimes yes. I feel like for fun, we like put them on our hands and be like, rawr. <laughs> That's what that looked like to me. Yes. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. So she's got... But what I think they probably actually were was like boxing gloves that had been modified. Yeah. yeah. And so, so here's this actress with like boxing glove hand and this mask, which I have to assume she probably could barely see out of. Oh, yeah. If at all. And she's like attacking this man. Um, and then most important for understanding, um, so she attacks Arthur and she like, there's a vampiric quality to this because yeah. she sucks his blood out of his neck. Yeah. And then she Which also I immediately... didn't get. Yeah, I didn't get that either. And she also immediately, like, when she's done, maybe I'm wrong about this, but question mark, turns right back into herself. Yes. Well, she goes off camera, takes off the gloves and well, the mask, right. and then comes back. Right, 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 right. They can't, yeah. Um, that's what happens. Yes. But yes, that's exactly right. So she leaves. Um... And then we start seeing a couple scenes where she's got this, like, growing bad headache, but she's, like, ignoring it. Um, and then we get back to see the two secretaries telling us everything about the plot that we need to know. Yep. <laughs> Which is great. Um, because it's, it's, it's understandable that someone might have gotten lost in some of that. Yeah, I suppose. And, and as well... We don't know how much time has necessarily passed, but yeah. now it's common knowledge in the office that this Arthur guy is missing. We don't know where he's gone. Um, and then also this is when we learn that Janice is like, I'm creating this like special recovery room in the office building for Zenthorpe rather than leaving him in the hospital, which seems weird to me. So but like, weird. Fine. Um and then we go into this special recovery room and Zinthorpe has, you know, like a bandage around his head and he's just kind of muttering about <laughs> various things. And he keeps saying to Janice, like, there's something I meant to tell you. There's something I meant to tell you, but he doesn't remember what it is. And what it is, is he's supposed to say that cat went crazy. Stop doing this. Um... So he, he, yeah, okay, he has not seen her. Obviously, no, no she's only he doesn't there. know. Yeah. He knows that she's been taking injections. I think, yeah, like he maybe has recovered that amount of information yeah. from his memory, but he doesn't. He certainly doesn't know she's been doing these sneaky injections. Yeah, on the side. Um, so then we cut to a scene where there's like a night watchman character, um, and. He goes into the lab, and again, off camera, we hear a scream. <laughs> so we assume that Janice, the wasp woman, has killed again. Um, they didn't want to put her in that. that she, the actress was like, I don't want to put that head on again, so this is going to be an off-camera death. <laughs> I will only put it on <laughs> twice. So. Seriously. I think that's, we only see her twice. 
Yes, it's true. Oh my true. god. Um, so then the following day, people start talking about where the missing security guard is. Janice is not interested in discussing it because, of course, she knows what's happened to him. <laughs> um, then uh, we come back into Zinthorpe's recovery room, and Janice is trying to talk to him because now she's like, I'm really worried. Something's deeply wrong. I need your help. I can't control the changes anymore. And Zinthorpe is like, I, I can't, I don't, I can't do anything. Like, I don't know really what's going on. Meanwhile, his nurse is standing outside the door listening to everything. And I think she makes some kind of a noise when, I think Janice says, like, she killed a guy. I can't remember for sure. But the nurse then makes a noise of surprise. And Janice yeah. hears that someone is outside the door and then the wasp woman comes and she busts through the door and she like drags the woman (laughs) into the room and again bites her neck um and that I think was that one I think was maybe the most blood yeah I I can't remember but it's like Um, what's his butt the guy Zinthorpe guy sees this yes he sees the whole thing and I think that jogs his memory because (laughs) So Janice runs away. Bill and Mary come in and to find Zinthorpe deeply agitated and they find the nurse's bloody clothes. Or maybe it looked like just her clothes, but maybe it was her whole body. I can't totally I can't remember. remember. Um, meanwhile, for whatever fucking reason, Janice is down in the lab doing the last injection she's a of this pants. serum. And I don't know why she's thought that more serum is... I would be like, no, less. Do less. I think it's, I feel like I'm going to guess for her that it becomes like a drug, right? Where like you feel good. Worse. Okay. I don't know. I'm making that up. I don't know. But. I mean, let's say, sure. Because otherwise. Otherwise I just don't understand. Yeah. I would be like, oh, I better stop doing this. Yes. But I don't know. Um, So then in Zinthorpe's room. He explains to Marianne Bell that something is deeply wrong, that Janice has been taking these injections, that in fact she needs to stop taking them, um, that they're changing her. And then Mary is like, well, I'm going to go upstairs and confront her. And both Bill and Zinthorpe are like, no, 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 no. She's like way too dangerous. I don't feel like um, they tell her that. I feel like the Zinthorpe guy's like, oh, well, la, 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 la. and then like she goes. Oh, maybe goes. he isn't able to express it until Yeah, later. and then like she goes, and then like he, when she's gone, he's like, oh, what I wanted to say was like she shouldn't go. It's dangerous. Oh, right, because so Mary goes up, finds Janice in her office, and like she's like, Janice, I think we ought to call the police because like, Bodies are dropping. <laughs> um, and I, I think we need outside help. And Janice slaps her in the face and I think says something like, you're being hysterical or They something. have a very strange Weird boss relationship. relationship. It's not yeah. right. Although I will say I did love the slap because, again, it's like so of this, like it's this movie and it's this style and yeah. it's like... Well, that's what it you do to really, a hysterical woman in the 50s is you just have course. to slap her. Or you shake her real hard. Yeah, and that's then slap. A, a you do, like, the yeah. shake and then slap. 
And it, when you shake her, you got to make, like, you got to shake her hard enough so that her hair is, like, whipping yeah. around back and forth. Like, her yeah. neck is, like, real yeah. loose. Like, that's what you got to And then do. if you can, like, push her down um, onto a couch at the end of it, that would be yeah. brilliant. Um, okay. But also, we do not endorse <laughs> that behavior. We, no. Not good. But the 50s but in, does, so we're just In the time, <laughs> in the time, that was the thing. Um, so she does this very theatrical face slap on Mary that and you're right and that's when back in Zinthorpe's room Zinthorpe has finally like kind of recovered himself enough to be like you cannot let her be up there because Janice has transformed um she is now a bloodthirsty monster she now wears a head and gloves sometimes and murders people (laughs) yeah um and and he's explaining that the enzymes in the serum like change you into this wasp thing and so that you're like unable to fight against your desire to kill seems Um, legit and well in the case of janice (laughs) this is 100 percent correct because then uh back up in the office janice transforms into the wasp woman and attacks mary and then back in zinthorpe's room bill and zinthorpe hear mary scream so they both go off this is a very large her. yet small building that they're in. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, we only see three rooms of it. Yeah. But like, lots going on. Um, the final scene is back in the lab. And wait, can I, I just say why. really quick, I was watching yeah. the final scene and I was looking at how much time was left in the movie. And I literally yeah. was like, there's one and a half minutes left of this movie. And how is this going to resolve? <laughs> like, they're at like <laughs> mid attack. Like, I don't know. Right. Anyway. Uh, so we go down to the lab. Uh, Bill, I think, is hearing some noises inside the lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, like, kicks the door in. He, I can't, he doesn't find anybody's dead body, I don't think. But, um, so then he and Janice get into a fight, uh, which was a pretty good one. I feel like it involved, like, a, a stool they were hold, like fighting around yeah, the stool that they yeah, were both yeah. holding. Um, Zinthorpe has also somehow managed to come down despite his injury. And so while, and I think Mary is kind of like passed out on the floor. Yeah. Um, and so while Bill and Janice are struggling, Zinthorpe finds carbolic acid. <laughs> Which I have and, no idea what that is, but... I don't really know. I don't think it matters. Because um, the main point is it's corrosive. Yeah. And so he throws that acid on Janice. And it, it's our final reveal of her in the mask and the gloves <laughs> and the whole thing. And then she falls backward, right, out mm-hmm. of the window. Yep. Um, and that's it. Movie End of movie. Over. Like, like abruptly <laughs> over. Like, and I was just like, whoa. I, li- I think I literally said whoa. Or I was like, oh, my God, that's the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do I do like a definitive end yeah. for sure. Um, that was maybe a bit abrupt. It was very abrupt. I mean, I didn't really need, um, like, a wrap-up scene that was like, that was crazy, guys. <laughs> like, right. I mean, I didn't and, need and that. And Bill and I, Bill and I are getting married. Yeah. Like, you know, or whatever thing would have happened. But yeah. Like, um, I'm Mary, I'm taking over the company. Right, exactly, exactly. I didn't need that, um, but it was but it was quite abrupt in the ending. It was. I was like, huh, welp, 
There's that. <laughs> um, but at the same time, as I've said, you loved I was it. Like, that was great. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved every second of whatever that was. So would you recommend it? Of course. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Um, even though we have talked about some of the funniness and whatever, like I think it is worth taking a look at it yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, come on. Um, but before we fully go there, we've got to do yawns and eye rolls. Yeah. Um, so in terms of yawns, one yawn is this was fucking excellent, loved every <laughs> second. So I'm giving it a one. Okay, I already let put you it know out there. Okay, one. got it. Uh, and ten yawns is like, oh boy, oh boy, I couldn't get into this. Um, I, okay, I'm not going to give it a one. Um, even okay. though I chose it, um, <laughs> I, I would say more like three, I would like the pace of it. You, we didn't talk. I don't know if we talked about it too much, um, while we were recording, but you mentioned that it is kind of like old time pace, yes. which is on the yes. slower side. We mentioned which is what I like. Yes. You part, like, like that. that was part of why I like, and I yeah. need a little bit more like, let's get to it guys. Sure. Um, I, I mean, the buildup was, it was fine. It was short. I can't really, like, say too much. That's why three is not bad. It's just, like. Right. I That's one of your higher ratings. Yeah. I could I could have <laughs> used, like, even a, a, a boop a little bit, like, more tight. Sure. But, but sure. yeah, three. Yeah. No. I mean, y- yeah. The pacing was, and especially, like, at the beginning, which I think I did mention, like, at the beginning, maybe first solid eight or nine minutes there was even hardly any talking yeah and there was something about that that I found very calming and yeah, nice and that's not my favorite it's not for everybody no that throws me um, off because I'm like should I be watching am I like because I right. also again as I've said like with watching stuff in the background I like I can still hear what's happening but if it's sure. all having to be visual like I have a very hard time focusing on that <laughs> yeah fair enough and then eye rolls, this might be a bit of a tough one. Um, <laughs> one eye roll is like, I don't know. Uh, when, when, we're in the, when we're in Hollywood, like what, what's off the table, I suppose. Um, and then 10 eye rolls is like really, really uh, not buying into this at all. Um, uh, I think... I think I have to go like seven and a half to eight. Whoa. All right. But like, I mean, not in a bad way. Just like she was literally wearing gloves as the wasp. So it's like hard to, and it's called the wasp woman. And we only see her as a wasp twice. I could have used a little more of that. I think it's three times. Okay. I'm realizing now it's a three time. I could have used more than more of it, even though it was crazy looking like it was very entertaining. Um, Mm -hmm. But she was wearing straight up gloves, so I mean, yeah. that's that's where the seven and a half eight comes for me, and the fact that yeah. she was forty one, pretending like she was just like <laughs> rotting old bag. <laughs> well, that I mean, again, uh, that's I know it's of the time for you. I like, know, but that it, but I am gonna roll my eyes at it at the same time. Because I mean, if you were forty one in nineteen fifty nine, that means you were born in nineteen eighteen, and that's fucking over a hundred years ago amy that's old that's true she was fucking old she's gross and disgusting <laughs> i don't know why we even looked at her face 
Um, I did, yeah. I was assaulted by her looks every second of this film. Horrified. My eyes (laughs) burnt from looking at her nasty Um, over 40 self. Ew. Gross. And by the way, this actress is only 32. Oh, so like, gross. Even grosser. Um, Anybody over 30 should just die. Die. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for my eye rolls, I'm going to give it like a straight down the middle. Okay. Uh, you love this movie. I did. I really, I, I can't say enough. I bought into this whole world. Oh my God. I loved everything about it. Uh, I also just love a black and white. Like, all of it was speaking to me and what I needed and want, well, what I needed but didn't know existed was what this movie was for sure. Um, So, yeah, I guess let's just round it out. Uh, Did you like it? Would you recommend it? Yeah, I did like it. It was fun. It was absolutely pretty much what I expected, although maybe even a little weirder. Um, Would I recommend it? Um... Uh, <laughs> yes, I mean, I would, but again, it would have to, <laughs> there's always a caveat for me because I don't want people to think I'm yeah. like cuckoo. I would have to be for like very specific people, like people that I was confident, like, liked this kind of kitschy, uh, horror stuff and like, sure. liked kind of like bad, but good. You would, ha- you would have to like old movies. Yes. Like- We've talked about this before. Yes. Black and white can sometimes be a barrier for people regardless yes. of anything else. Like Yeah. So it wouldn't just be like I wouldn't just like blindly recommend this to people. Like, but I but there yeah. are, there's definitely I have some friends that I would recommend it to. Well, I think you know my answer. I loved this. <laughs> I think everyone needs to go out and watch it immediately. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> It is it is free on the app Tubi if anybody yep. watches or uses that. I watched it on YouTube for free. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um maybe YouTube so, is better because it might not have ads. I had I had watched mine with ads. I think I had to watch one 5 second ad. Oh, that's not bad. In the mix. Um but it was very fine. Um yeah, no. I think I think you're right that it's not actually for everyone, but I do think maybe everyone should give it a try. At least just watch the parts do. where she's the wasp because that yeah. is like do some, classic. Do some scrubbing through yeah. to see some of that stuff because that's pretty funny. Yeah. For sure. Um, well, this was a roaring success of a show, in my opinion. Welcome to spooky uh, season. <laughs> yes, this is, uh, yeah, you're right. Good kickoff for the <laughs> Halloween season. Thank you, Amy. I am Sarah. And as always, we will see you next week in space. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of See You Next Week in Space. This is a production by Amy and Sarah Walsh with artwork provided by Riley Brown. If you'd like to learn more about our show, please check us out at seeyounextweekinspace.com or follow us on Instagram at seeyounextweekinspace. Until the next one.